Poo poo titties checking the freaking thing. Okay, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's right. It's Is that Holly a ghost out here? Haunting Dabby Road. Oh, back from the dead. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you, she has risen. What, what's the opposite of R.I.P.? Welcome back to life. Welcome back to life, Allie B. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and welcome listeners to the Nice Price Podcast. Episode number 35, I want to say. Six. 36. Something. Hey, something in the 30s. We're in our middle 30s now. Mm, tell me about it. Starting to look back and just think about things. Are we halfway to dead? I don't know. That's what people in the middle 30s do, I feel like. Think they're halfway to dead? Do the math. Get, get down and out about that? Yeah. I don't. I'm going to live forever, but... How about you, Matt Phone? Um, yes or no, you'll be alive at 50. 50? Jesus, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's only two more years. <laughs> I celebrated my 48th birthday. The listener, Matt Stone's old. Uh, Matt Phone, excuse me, is old. Um... So Matt's here. Matt Phone's still here. Allie B's still here. She's r- r- risen from the dead. Mm-hmm. Also risen from the dead or risen from the, from bronchitis jail. Return of the Walt. That's right. I'm back. Walt, the an- the primary antagonist of the Nice Prize podcast, is back, baby. Whack. He's on the show again. Walt's back for his third episode appearance. Uh, he was going to be the first ever back-to-back guest yep. last week, but he uh, unfortunately he was uh, fell ill yep. and passed away. And um, so I had to do it without him, but now he's back. Um. So, uh, <laughs> what do we want to talk? What what, you, what happened? What's been going on, Matt Phone? <laughs> <What's>, <laughs> I don't know. What are you laughing about? <laughs> uh, some stuff we we're going to talk about with Walt, but I figured I'd let you. I'd let All you right. prattle on about you know whatever the goings on in your life are. I guess most notably, I saw the Dead and Co. This past Ooh, week. Oh, John Mayer oh, and the yeah. Boys. Oh, You're yeah. also back from the Dead. Ooh, sick. That, good. Yeah, That's yeah. a good professional podcast thing. There. We're a professional podcast. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Uh, My first time seeing any any form of the dead or anything like that. What, what was did they play? What did they play? Did they play Dark Star? They didn't. Play, no, they didn't play Dark Star. The fuck out of here. They. Uh, it was like the fifth or sixth night of the summer tour, and the whole thing. I mean, the whole thing has been like leading up, up to that point. They hadn't repeated any song. Oh, that's been the vibe. Is like, hey, so if we play, so oh, they'd already played Dark Star or, prior. Or may, I don't know if they had or hadn't, but they didn't play it at the Raleigh show. St. Stephen? Do you even know the, what Dark Star is? What? No, what if I tripped over it? <laughs> I know the it's John a song. Carpenter movie? <laughs> nope. They did not play St. Stephen, which I was hoping they would, which is my favorite Dead song. Do you recall our interaction when I started to get into the, to the Grateful Dead, how it went down? Wasn't it the intro of another podcast and you were, looked it up because you like you thought it was a jam? <laughs> it was the outro of, of a UID episode, and I thought it was like, like a like a deep cut for the true you heads. You found a, a jam. <laughs> I was like, dude, have you ever? I texted you. I was like, you ever heard this song Saint Stephen by the Grateful Dead? And you're like, yeah, Jesus Christ. It's like, that's like their, you know, uh, jumping Jack Flash. Like it's their. Uh, it's not their biggest hit, but satisfaction. Well like it's a pretty big hit for them. Um, the most notable Raleigh tunes uh, that Raleigh got were. Uh, Bertha is a big one. Mm, I've seen that in a lot of tape covers written <clears throat> mm-hmm. down. Um, Ripple was the closer, like the encore closer, which is a super heavy one. Is that a, that that phrase in the 
that word ripple in the ephemera of that subculture is that based on that song or the other way around oh you mean did like they write a song called that because their fans already used it yeah in in, like jargon or the other way around i think the song came first sick just like what a long strange trip it's been that just came from a song lyric robert hunter is his name correct (laughs) uh and but the most who's the doodah man (laughs) who's siri who's the doodah man (laughs) Um, but <laughs> since it was Saturday night, they did, uh, no one cares about this. Uh, they did, except Parker. Shout out to Parker. Uh, Clay Parker who I, I texted him the whole set list. I screen capped it from a, oh. from a set list site the next day. But they did one more Saturday night. I thought he which was, was like, it's another Saturday night and I ain't got. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, it was, I'm glad I went. I had a blast. Did you get stoned? Got high as a Georgia pine. Whoa! <laughs> what? What? Gee, was it a gummy bear? More of a vaporization. <laughs> Whoa! My boy was vaping. <laughs> was it a jewel? I see them on Instagram. I see people yeah. tweeting about that. Can you run me through what that is? That's a brand of vaporizer, I believe. Okay. J U U L. Yeah. And I see it in, on Instagram a lot, and it's a lot of jokes. And I see a, a, a fun prank. It appears is to offer someone a jewel at a party for them to vape it, and then, haha, what you're actually handing them is, like, uh, an ink pen or oh, the end yeah. of a lighter mm. or a remote control or something. So they, like, put this, like, piece of plastic in their mouth, like, and then hand it back, and it's like... I think we need to get back to the vape <laughs> designs that looked like Egon made them in Ghostbusters, you know what I mean? I like... So like, these ancient, this is ancient daddy's vapes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you think vaping technology has already gone too far? I think so. I like it we'll when it I like the ones that look. Yes, I don't know. I'm not super familiar with Egon's. Um, you ever seen freaking Ghostbusters, Enoch? I bet I, he hasn't. I, I I saw it when I was a child. I know for a fact because I remember being terrified of the dude in the painting when I was That's a kid. That's Ghostbusters too, Enoch. Oh, that's freaking Vigo the Carpathian. All right, my boy Vigo. So like, I I saw that when I was a kid for sure. I remember I had the toy of the car when I was a kid. The Ecto one. And um and that's about the extent of my knowledge of even like the cartoon you didn't vibe on that like i think Slimer. I, I think most likely that's what my fandom was related to because i remember i had the toy of a guy the toys were based it, on the, car, the he cartoon. was an african-american gentleman but he was not ernie hudson and i was like maybe there was uh, a, maybe the cartoon is what i had hmm. but because it was because like the cartoon would look di- like it wasn't a fact it like didn't look anything like the guy well the, didn't even have a mustache or anything. Look, the cartoons looked a little bit like him but it was a little different it was another character. I don't know. All I know is that um, I like the ones where it looked like a car battery. It was huge and had like a stupid little thing sticking up, and you looked like an asshole, and you had to like pick up this huge thing and like, and then blow the like. Oh, uh, back to vapes now. I thought you meant. <laughs> I don't. I got lost. Yeah, that's. I like. I like my like OG face where they oh, were yeah, big I and cumbersome. You were still about, uh, yeah, the ones that was like a Ghostbusters toys. Oh yeah. Oh no. Sorry. I want the one that looks like the block, like the charger for your laptop. Yeah, like a right. big, huge, chunky. Light is that green, was, trap is clean. Know what I'm saying? That was the wait, one, what? <laughs> that was the one I was using the most. At that's this a that's event. a Ghostbusters wrapping. Well, because oh. a, a guy wanted a guy sitting near us wanted cigarettes. <laughs> Allie. And, okay. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I'll just be over here fucking myself. Edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> Edit that out. Something right. just hit me like a bolt of lightning. Oh wow! Okay. Go ahead, Matt. A guy sitting near us, standing near us, wanted to bum cigarettes and a person I was with had them and I don't smoke cigarettes but in exchange Frank. in exchange he was letting us hit his 
weed pen all all we wanted. So I was just reaping the benefits of that trade because I wasn't having to give away anything. So I was getting free nice. free pot. <laughs> On point. So I have an update. This is what hit me like a bolt of lightning. Okay. I had remember my notes earlier where I had a note to myself that I was like, why do I have this in here? Yes. And all it said was, do you need to brush your hair? Yes. And I was like, why did I put that in my notes to talk about on the pod? Well, friend of the show, which I'm told we need to discuss this later. I'm told that's bad. I know now. exactly what you're talking. Well, well, you didn't use the terminology that's friend of the pod. Yeah. So, friend friend of, of the Nice Price podcast, Ashley Jenkins in Brooklyn, New York. Shout out to Ashley. Texted me because I had mentioned the. Uh, oh, how you brush your hair? Well, no, I had mentioned her the item I got her as a gift, which was the hairbrush flask. Remember we talked about that and like now you look like the crazy person? She texted me, update, I still use the brush and the best part is when I take it out we still say, do you need to brush your hair? When asking someone if they need a drink. So that's like Uh, their their little like sick in jokes like, hey, you need to brush your hair? Like as a matter of fact, I do. And then then you get get lit at like a... Oh man, this hair's feeling real tangled right now if you know what I'm saying. Got some pretty bad tangles, not a mean. (laughs) Um, So yeah, that's the update on that. And that's why I wrote that on my phone was do you need to brush your hair? That was the note. It hit me like just now? Yeah. You didn't think of it earlier and then read Oh, no, it? I thought of the, the, when he mentioned bumming stuff, uh-huh. I was like, oh, that's like Ashley. And I was like, oh, she texted me. Oh, uh-huh. the dude. You know what's also crazy? 721, six minutes ago, she texted me. Whoa. What did it say? Do you need to brush your hair? That'd be what, so what if it did? <laughs> Whoa. So, Walt, let's talk about this real quick. Talk about the what? The phrase, friend of the pod. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I actually, I was driving around in the place that I live, Durham, North Carolina, uh-huh. and I saw a, a car that had that bumper sticker, and I was like, oh, that's funny. But I've come to find out that some podcast has, like, made merch of that, and it's, like, their thing. Oh. Like, I forget what it's called, but I just, I, I, like, it just feels like, it just feels wrong to me, you know? So, the, it's not, it's no longer a genuine friend of the pod. It means, like, hey, buy this bumper sticker. Yes. Mm. Or I think it means you consider yourself a friend of the pod. Like that's probably whatever this podcast calls their fan base. Yeah, it's like friends, friends of the, the station. So or like NPR. okay, so dead. So what what are our deadheads? Listeners, let, uh, write in and let us know what you want to be called. The, our massive group of, of that's listeners at the Nice Price Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Um, no problems. So. That's good. NP, uh, yeah, some, NP. Some NP, I NP. don't know. Ooh, I'm with you. I'm into this. Or, I'll just brainstorm it. We'll put up a poll, and we'll solve this problem. And then I can stop saying yeah, Get back to me two-thirds of the way into this app, and I'll have something for you. So do you we want to just... Do we want to... Speaking of... Walt's been on the podcast a couple of times now. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I hang out with you guys all the time. Do we just want to peel back the layers and let the listeners know <laughs> about some of the fun, fun times we've had? What are you talking yeah, about? I'm a for the ride with this one. I don't Here's something that's funny. And is this episode canon, or is this like a behind the scenes? This is canon. What, what do you got? That's funny, man. I was gonna say we've never met. Yeah. So <laughs> all right. Yeah. All right. So so I our, couldn't believe it. Yeah. So before the show, uh, Matt walked in while I was uh, chugging some Chinese food. I purposefully didn't go through the whole. And I was up, man. Yeah. Like, I was like, because I wanted oh, to save it for this. What do I do? <laughs> We gotta. Well, this is Matt. Matt, that's Walt. These two titans Pledge. of the scene have just collided <laughs> for the first time. So, I, the listener might be thinking to themselves, "But wait, wasn't Walt on the podcast two times?" As a matter of fact, a couple times, and last time with with Clay Parker Shields and with Matt Phone. So, how uh, could they not have met when Walt was on the podcast <clears throat> praising 
the Malkman, trademark Nice Price Podcast, for his his most recent record, uh, Magic Parade or something. Yeah, I'm just I'm just Sparkle Dust, Sparkle uh, Sparkle Fart, Sparkle Fart. So how could they not have met before? Well, listeners, we have an amazing surprise for you. Wait, what? (laughs) We thought that it would be the funniest damn thing in the whole wide world if we edited Walt's stupid opinions about Weird Al and made it sound like he was talking about Stephen Malkman. And uh, Stephen Malkman, or I mean, excuse Malkman, Walt wasn't even here. You weren't even here. We were talking. I wasn't even in town. I was out of town. Like a family reunion, I think? Well, it wasn't quite a reunion. It was like my sister was in town. And when the episode went up, I was I was in the living room with my family. Uh-huh. Uh, my so, aunt and I, actually, let, let, let's break a little bit more specific. Let's break down what we did. All right. Okay, and then we'll yeah, go to your before we get into that, yeah. So we realized we're going to talk about the Stephen Machmus. Something near and dear to his heart. Yes. He, it's his brand, if you will. His opinion yeah. on Stephen Machmus. And we thought, oh, wouldn't it be funny if we made it, if we like... Did a thing where Walt says something good about Stephen Hawking. I've made millions off of doing the opposite. And I talked to Allie about it. And then then I really started to love the idea of making you sound like you, you love Stephen Hawking. And we went and got your raw, what do you call them? Just just uh, that raw just that audio. audio. <laughs> just that pure Walt audio. Raw audio. And I sat down at the computer. Allie showed me the basics of how to cut things up. And I cut out nearly every single thing that came out of your mouth with, that had that did not have context to it. So that anything, we, if you didn't mention a person's name, I cut it out. So we had this like fucked a, up, like a fucking psychopath, bizarre stream <laughs> of Walt, just all these little bitty bits. And we're like, we're gonna make him sound like such a dumbass, and we're gonna make him talk about Stephen Malcolm. It's like he loves him so much. And but then I got obsessed with it flowing into the whole episode because there were certain pieces that like i couldn't believe how well they matched up you mentioned so, about an album having 19 tracks yes and the goat girl record i had already oh decided God, to talk about yeah. happened to have 19 tracks and i was like jaw wants this to happen record yeah exactly and i was like so we got to use a clip of all being like this has 19 tracks doesn't it <laughs> like we got to put that in and it was like blood the idea of trying to make it seem like you were actually in the room and as opposed to originally we are going to do like a goof, where he's like, oh, hey, uh, Walt just walked in. Walt, what do you think of Stephen Malkmus? And you were like, 10 out of 10. But it would be obvious. But then I was like, man, I'm going to try to make it seem like he's actually here. So I want to know how much, like, did you have a notebook scribbled down of, like, all the, like, the soundboard of of sound bites he had? Like, I want to know how you so Allie executed had, this. Allie had a good idea, and she had showed me how to, to move different... Cl- so basically we had a row of clips that were like, this is weird, random Walt shit he's saying. Then we had an actual row that was just sounds. So like, you being like, uh-huh, oh, okay. And then like burps and um, yeah. and just like... Me cough. breathing weird. Cough, general Someone shit. Someone does a funny joke and I go, into the mic. A <laughs> mm-hmm. couple of things like that. And then we had one like, oh, these clips, we'll throw to him to say this. And we thought, like, these ones we make sure we'll get on. And we And I had a little notebook here... And so that's the one where we did the, um, and I told Clay and Matt, also they didn't know until they got here. And I was like, hey, we're going to do something really weird. Um, we're going to pretend Walt's here for a, a couple of times during the episode. And they were sort of, so I don't know, Matt, what did you think about it beforehand? Beforehand? Beforehand. Before I heard it? No, no, before we did it. When I told you what we were going to do, what were your <clears> thoughts? Um, I was like, well, this sounds kind of funny, but I've never met the guy, so I'll, yeah. I'll let Enoch have fun. First question weird... was, who's Walt? <laughs> yeah. I... I don't know. I, you seemed excited about it, so I just let you do your thing. 
I didn't really have an opinion on it one way or the other. So I want to know, do you have like, is there like an, a Walt ambient record you have of like two hours of just me like sitting quietly basically that you can I put had, on band camp? Yes, I had so much. I felt bad for Allie was one of my first thoughts. Yeah. This is going to take forever. Same, same. Um, and we're going to get to that later also. I, I, I felt insane when I had like gotten obsessed with like the clips like I could I could throw to anything. Like, I can get this guy to say anything. I was, like, having a number 23 moment of, like, okay, we're going to say this, and he's going to say that. And then I was like, I need to, br- I need to chill. Drunk yeah. with power. Yeah, and then uh, and then we, there was a couple bits we came We Oh, the one where you thought that payment was from the 70s and 80s. I, oh, for whatever sure. reason, I loved I thought that yeah, would be so really, funny. You milked that one. <laughs> yeah, for you being like, oh, yeah, I think it was, like, late 70s, early 80s. Like, no, Walt, you idiot. It's from the 90s. Like, that was really fun. And we just had a couple we, like, knew we were going to throw to. Um, but... And then the real lines work of it came down to because I knew how to cut clips because Allie showed me, but then Allie had to do the actual like placing. So yeah. d- did you do any of it live? Was there any soundboard component at all? No, because no. that's what I was trying to figure out when I was listening to it. I was like, did you? Is there like a flash file somewhere that's literally a soundboard of everything I like, <laughs> said in that episode <laughs> that you're just like. <laughs> Hitting on like a sampler the whole time, or maybe a few of those this episode after that bean sprout. Know what I'm saying? Oh yeah! <laughs> Shout out bean sprout. Got my order wrong for the first time after many years of business. Sorry. Yeah, fuck uh, you, bean sprout. Yeah, I love you, bean me. sprout. I'm sorry. We just did like hand. I, we I would do hand motions like, and then we like so I'd say like, I'm like like wait that, like, that what, carries what? over radio. Yeah, like well, what do you think about this? And I'll hold my hand up for a second, and then that way we give Allie a spot to like put in you being like waiting a, a person beat. I really like love and admire whatever the fuck you said about Weird Al. Um, but I think it took you a while. It did because even though we would leave those live pauses, it didn't always line up with what Walt's clip would be. So it still involved a lot of like cutting and adding in dead air. So you have to kind of like uh, finagle everything, but it, I mean, it's not hard. It's a little time-consuming, but we're getting, so, a little, we're getting it, a little too inside baseball here. Do people care about this? They oh, will. Yeah. Well, yeah. probably not. Well, mainly I want to make sure Allie got some some credit for <laughs> okay. all the work she did, uh, and then uh, Matt doesn't seem to give a fuck about her. Podcast but, uh, is hard. First thing I said was felt bad for Allie. <laughs> She's the unsung hero of doing podcasts. Well, and for all our listener, our un- on it, you know, for our unnamed listener crew. Uh, yeah, Allie did all the work to make it actually sound good. But what was tight? Oh, also, you fucking served me. You aced. Oh, <laughs> she took some some artistic license. And when I made a dumb joke about uh, Parker said something about like amino acids, and I stupidly or omega omega, omega threes. threes. I was like, how many omegas are there? And she cuts in while going, dare to be stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, hang on, don't make him burn me in the episode where we're supposed to be burning him. <laughs> that was yeah, but he needed some kind of he needed something classic wall. Yeah. If it was there to be stupid, <laughs> <laughs> so that was really good. Um, it's also a bad reaction, so it's a double burn. You I know? I like, loved it though. <laughs> listening, like listening back to the episode, I honestly I like was having a blast. I thought it was the funniest thing. Like I hearing how it came out and hearing and here's the thing, it worked. Curly, my buddy of mine, shout yeah. out to Curly. Ah, shout off to Curly actually. He texted Damn. me and was like. Yo, that dude Walt sounds like he's a parody of Pavement fans, and I was like, "Funny <laughs> you say that," because my dude wasn't even in the room, and he is. That's his whole podcast. Um, but he so he full on, and then Alan, which is an even better cosign because he actually knows everyone in this room has been on the pod. He, I asked him when he thought about it. He's like, "Yeah, it's pretty good." He's like, "I, I think he's, he says about how he's kind of surprised that like 
you weren't more talkative. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, Alan, you have up. no idea how happy I am to hear you say that. I was like, he wasn't there, do we? He's like, what? He's like, oh, that makes sense. He said he thought it sounded kind of off and kind of funny. You I could, didn't know what we were going for, really, because I didn't know how convincing it would be. I mean, you could have just told everyone that I was really there, but I had like just gotten bad news or something, so I was a little bit off, you know? I think that's and this could have been a big reveal, but you blew it. So now that we've talked about how we felt about it. Now well, that we've talked about it. that song you love love that song uh, i love that hit every um, time i hear it in my car it's like oh this is good and i gotta cut it down a little bit for a second then I turn it back up <laughs> oh yeah sorry is it really loud it's okay no i, I like always, it that way I it always <laughs> 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 all right so um i we posted the episode i also i sped li- i like 1.5 <laughs> Y'all's episode of Pavement Sleeping that week. You 1.5 one of our episodes because Nina? I wanted to burn through. I'm it. going to fight you <laughs> because what I wanted I was I don't know why I was so nervous that like you would uh, that, oh that we were gonna get you back or that, that something would have happened that would affect what we posted. I was like, what if he says something about us in there? Anyway, because we're still working on it, I think. Um, and then once we uploaded it, it ruined the can. Once we uploaded, I sat there like I listened to it all and was nervously or listened to it. Some of it. I was nervously like, oh my god, like, what's, like, also, like, for the listener, Walt and I, like, we see each other at shows and shit, but we're not like, it's not like we grew up together. Like, yeah. So it is a crazy thing. Yeah, I'm thing actually for me. much older than Enoch. He, I, <laughs> well, I graduated a, when he was like five. And Matt's 48. I'm the youngest one on the pod. Yeah. Um, but it, it's not like we know each other so, so well that this would be, like, guaranteed to go over well. So there was a moment of, like, oh, like, this is a crazy ass thing to do. And, like, what is, like, What's, yeah, I truly didn't. And then I got a text, and I'll pass it over to you. I got a text from you, all caps. What have you done? Yeah. Uh, all right. So, this so, was like seconds after posting the episode, also. So yeah, because immediately. I yeah. got. Do you get a notification? No, is it no? I got like pinned. I got tagged on Instagram or something. Yeah, we tagged uh-huh. you on the social media. Yeah, and I was like, we tried to make it chill. Like, oh yeah, Walt joins us for an episode. And I was like, what happened? <laughs> There's no way they would. <laughs> like, I didn't even think about. That the how it was presented. That's what yeah, I, from his point of view. As my mind like was trying to make so. All right, let me set the stage of what. So I was at home. I was like there with my family. My sister who lives in New York was like down. What's uh, her name? Uh, Elizabeth. Shout out to Elizabeth. Shout out. Follow her on Twitter. She's great. Um, friggin is the same thing as you like video games and shit. No, she okay, tweets good. about like friggin. <laughs> Friggin' listicles and shit like that, you know. Okay. Um, Literally don't know what that word means. No idea. <laughs> oh, is that BuzzFeed stuff, real? Yeah. Okay. They're not allowed to say listicles there. They say lists. She's told me that. Does she work for BuzzFeed? Yeah, she works for BuzzFeed. Oh, I thought you were kidding. No, she really does. Whoa. Um, friggin'. Tell her to shout us out, goddamn. Okay. I mean, I'm trying. I, I friggin' won't give me the hookup on my own podcast. What makes you think? Top five any rock podcasts in Raleigh. Oh, <laughs> uh, after criminal, let's see. 
That's my favorite anyway. Oh, God. Uh, where was I? You're telling us your reaction. You're with your sister and your yes. family. And you, and you text so, me, what have you done? All right, all so I'm laying on the couch. We're all, it's it's me, my, my mother, father, sister, and my aunt and uncle are over. And for some reason, we're watching the movie Dirty Work on TV. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that was just on, and my dad, like, navigated to it. And we just left it on, and my dad and uncle were having a great time. And I, everybody else was kind of just looking at their gadgets, you know, like friggin' millennials. Mm-hmm. And so I get this notification, and I'm just, like, I don't know how to react. Because I'm just confused. And, like, in my thought process of, like... How like what is this? Like it, it like what it actually is enters my head, and I'm like, there's no way that they would would go to the fucking trouble for just to like roast me. Like that's just way too much effort. Turns out, turns I know out. I know how much I know how much time it takes just to make like a friggin' stupid podcast episode that like by itself just getting it out there ready for air and by the time you're done with the bare minimum you're like all right let's just freaking good get, enough like well i'm done yeah. let's go and now there's a whole layer of post-production being <laughs> and i'm like that can't be what it is so i'm like like a madman i like run to my i, I like have to like make the hang because i'm not always like home all the time you know is you, you gotta it's like Sometimes you gotta sit down and watch football with your dad or whatever, even if you don't like football, you know, it's like you gotta do the hang. Shout out to all the dads. Is it this weekend or next weekend? It's this weekend. This weekend, this weekend for Father's Day. Yes. yes, thanks for all that you do, Dad. Shout out, Dad. Shout out. Um I actually wanna talk to you after this story about my father and his beef with you. I <laughs> Why aren't we doing that now? Oh, uh, we'll talk about it. Is it because I think I said about horse cowboys? There's a lot more going on than <laughs> okay. that. Okay. Go um, ahead. Finish this. Uh, so I'm like, have these very headphones on and I have like one on and I'm listening and trying to make sense. And like, as my brain is making sense of what's happening, I'm like trying to explain to the room why I'm freaking out. So that would be the text that says all caps again, I'm with my entire extended family and I'm trying to explain this to them and no one understands. And yeah, like everyone's just looking at me like I'm insane. And I'm like, no, they like edited. They took, and I'm like, because like I'm understanding. Even right now. Yeah, I'm like, no, it's like they took my audio track when I talked about Weird Al, and they like chopped it up, and they're like, they're like leading into the clips, and they're like, what are you talking about? Leading into the clips. And they're just kind. They're like, shut up. We're trying to listen to Norm Macdonald right now. Dirty work, dude. Shut up. And and then I like. I like I was I was like no 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 and I unplugged the headphones and turned it up for the part where you like you brought up the Stephen Mount like remind so you were talking about parquet courts and you said um, some like they get compared to pavement and then there's a clip of me being like ah oh, I was holding my tongue and then you went yeah and then, actually and my dad just goes what um and that's about it and then they didn't care anymore. It was crazy though, right? Wild stuff. I, I, my my the whole thing was just for basically that moment of you being like, "What? What does it mean I'm on like why they tag me? What is that like what could that even mean really?" And then the surreal sur, surreality, surrealness, 
See, what I was afraid of was you got someone to like comedy bang bang do a character and just like drag me through the mud portraying as me the whole time. No, that'd be cruel. That's what I was afraid you did. Well, I also I did send a text. I was like, hey, heads up, like this is supposed to be funny. Yeah, you sent me that weirdly apologetic thing. After all and I was that. like, <laughs> that almost like took all the the force of everything that you had gone to the trouble to do. Was, I even, oh, it's just all good fun, man. I don't, I don't want to hurt your feelings. Well, I even anything. said it like at the risk of ruining some of the fun of this, because like we don't know each other well enough that we're like so tied that I can just like burn you no matter what, and it won't have any effect. And I was like, God, what if he does think that you we know, like? Don't I'm like the him. primary antagonist of the nice. Yeah, the, you're podcast. my nemesis. I'm the nemesis. Does that mean that we should expect something? In return, I don't think he's got the skills. I mean, well, you just explained to him how to do it. So. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, you might see something. Step by step, very detailed, actually. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so um, I loved every second of it. I thought it was great. Have you got Have you gotten any reviews or any people saying anything like? And has anybody mentioned anything to you about? Not it? really, because I think everyone who heard it just thought I was there. <laughs> This, like this I was expecting wonderful. people to ask me what happened. I think it was like maybe like Kevin Sweeney or somebody like might have mentioned it to me, but I think that I was just like talking to him when, as I was understanding what happened. I don't know. You said something about Barry Lyndon on Twitter. I haven't seen that movie. Oh, so I don't know what that means. I haven't seen it either. I just know that it's known for me because that's like the Kubrick movie. That's like a. It's like a big technical thing because it's like all natural lighting and it's like a period piece or something i don't know it's freaking three hours long and it's about a bunch of freaking 1700s crap or something i don't know i don't like that stuff i like computer games <laughs> nintendo well what did cecile think because i was wondering what she would say uh, on the episode she was on and she just kind of she played it chill yeah maybe she just hasn't listened to it it's possible oh, she played it straight true. and didn't even mention that like you weren't there that you weren't there or anything yeah for all she knows, I, I, was, I was on the episode. As did everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> so that brings us back up to speed about... Um, so for the listeners who were curious as to why Walt had suddenly turned into being a thing that Stephen Malcolm was a very... 10.0 out of 10, Stone Cold Classic, oh, yeah. some of the things you said. Yeah. Uh, and if you want to get my real opinions, you can listen to our Sparkle Hard episode of The Pavement Enslavement. Oh, whatever. It's not even that good. It's like, it's like a two-hour-long episode. All right, it's great. It's jam packed. We really, we really delve into it. We did a way better review of that fucking guy, the Dinwiddie dude, whatever the fuck. Way better. <laughs> uh, that was a shout off to Parker, in case you didn't notice. Um, all right, so oh, I thought it was to Matt. Oh, yeah. oh no, right here in this room. No, because no, Parker did sparkle hard. No, Matt, you're fine. Thanks. I've known you for 20 minutes. You're, you're, you're all right. So. The Nice Rise Podcast, now that we're done with that insanity, we're going to do what we usually do, which is uh, talk about a record or two, right? Yeah. What are you going to talk about? Is that what you do here? I think I'll, I'm the only one with a record. Yeah, this week, you're the only one who's got one, because we, we, some, we had some, I had so much to talk about with Walt that I don't want to just so much. drag listeners through the mud having to hear about other stuff. Well, cool. Um, <laughs> so, Snail Mail just came out with a new album it's called lush and uh their first full length in fact oh is that true mm-hmm. that's a big deal big like de- first I, record on matador or whatever yeah. it is like yeah i i guess their whole career has just been really swift um their first ep mm, was must be nice on yeah <laughs> trying to move these fucking units right <laughs> <laughs> uh their first ep was released on sister polygon 
Shout out to Sister Polygon. They come uh, up a lot on this. They do. They really That's do. That's a good yeah. label. Yeah, you'd think that you'd think they were huge. Yeah. Um, so wait. In our world, they are. How old is this person? Oh, is it a band? 18. Is it one person? It's eighteen. It's mostly uh, Lindsay. <laughs> it's mostly Lindsay Jordan, who uh, she's the singer, songwriter, and guitar player. And shit, I didn't know she was that young. That's and, crazy. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of buzz about her right now because she's, well, she's amazing. A phenom, and sounds like. Yeah. A what? A phenom. A phenom? A phenom. Yeah, so Lindsay's story, uh, she started playing guitar at age five and she's classically trained. Yep, phenom. Uh, and Well, she might have sucked for the first like 15 years, I don't know. And then around age nine... Um, I think her parents were not in on the music scene or something and like didn't really know what to do with a daughter who was so interested in guitar and maybe were part of the reason why she was thrust into this like sports bar cover band uh, with her parents' friends at age nine. Whoa. Uh, called the Eight Balls. That's sick though. Yeah, Whoa. Super tight. And so they were doing like cover to like at like li- live music? Yep. Friday night, like yeah, I imagine like the, the, the smell of uh, wings in the air and bump on a bump bump, and uh, and then she started writing her own songs at age eleven, and um, I guess w- when she got introduced to the Baltimore DIY punk scene, um, that's when she formed Snail Mail with. I don't. I didn't write down the other members' names, but they're losers anyway. Yeah, they don't matter. So give um right off the top, what's the R I Y L for the listener? We're gonna hear something later, but what's the up top? Well, <laughs> she um, she, Mary Timoney was her guitar instructor for a few of those years. Whoa, how'd she pull so, that off? Um, there's a lot of correlation between like X hex and helium because of that. Does Mary Timoney is she a guitar instructor or was this like a special situation? I don't know. I think she maybe probably like a girls to rock choose, type yeah, maybe, scenario. Maybe that kind of thing, and like it extended. Shout out to Girls Rock and See, by the way. Yeah, shout out. Camp's oh, going volunteer. on right about now. They yeah. need 32 volunteers, or 23. I think it's under 20 now, I believe. I'm not positive. But, okay. but they still need volunteers. Sign up. You can sign up on their website, girlsrocknc.org. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, maybe that's how. Lindsay Jordan got introduced to Mary Timoney. She's also been introduced to Liz Fair, who's another one of her heroes, and another R.I.Y.L. Um, I saw a picture of them getting breakfast, wow. and At they both looked kind of mad because it was a very uh, amateur photo. And then there was a feature a couple days later about their like conversation with professional photos, and I was like, "Whoa, I got this this spoiled for me by Twitter Someone's alert. Flip phone. Someone friggin." Crash the party. I hate him. I'm not. Uh, I'm not gonna get into this. But so Wait, a, what, what? What's up? Nothing. Um, so that's the R O Y L for us. Um, and Waxahachi. Wahahachi. <laughs> who is uh, her mentor? Whoa, she's got this like. I know. I, I just. I don't know how this happened. She's like in the Justice League or something. It's like <laughs> this like crazy. Priests, when priests saw them, they reached out to her immediately. She must have this amazing charm and like she's intense presence she's 18 now maybe 19 now when did this the ep on sister polygon come out 2016 when she was probably 17 god 
Do you just like go on tour like on summer break? Like, how does this work? I always she said wonder. She had to this. make like special deals with her teachers. She uh, had to slide the... some Benjamins to. <laughs> yeah, probably something like that. Um, That's crazy. And, but she said they were all really cool with it. See, I have a note from Mary Timoney saying I can go on tour. <laughs> yeah. And the teacher's like, who the fuck is that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unless in it's the your green English room. teacher. Like in the green room doing her homework. Uh, and like then she has to go on stage open for like Slater Kenny or whatever. Yeah. That's I, insane. It's wild. Um, but it's not just that she's precocious. The record's also great is what you're saying. Well, the songs are just kind of undeniable. Can't deny them. They're good. They're, they're just good That's a song. songs, you know? And they're they're really <laughs> catchy. And I don't know a lot of things in this great. world, but I know that's a song. That's a damn song. <laughs> that's a song. <laughs> and if you say otherwise... Fuck right, you. So... <laughs> so um, but these are fairly... She. I will say that I didn't... When I was listening to the record at the store, I was trying to think of like, oh, th- what does this remind me of? And I honestly... It was one of those things like I know like I know the template of what kind of music this is, but there was no like super clear. Oh, this is a so like oh okay. Obviously, she loves so like yeah. Like it it I isn't like um, particularly referential to anything so much so that you think of anything in particular to me. Right, like, like the RYLs, you hear the you kind of hear the influence in the sense that it's singer songwriter rooted. Or like guitar featuring or something like that, but like. I bet you I know who's on. I bet you I know some people who are on her Spotify radio station though. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> Frankie Cosmos. Oh yeah. Uh, Girl Pool. Any other um, kind of. That's yeah. That the sort of Spotify sort of reduces it all down to the. It does. To the the, it's not very um, subtle. <clears throat> it is wild how quickly. Snail mail just like blew up. Yeah, it like popped off so fast. Yeah, it's insane. Like I, I sort of expected in my music circle, but I didn't realize how. Yeah, it's like that, big it is. Yeah, it's like every single Sister Polygon band gets like poached. Well, I think it's big indies. Yeah, I think labels have their ear, like have their ear to the ground, knowing that. That kind of thing is really in right now, mm. like the Frankie Cosmoses and the the A and R Bloodsuckers. So I mean, it's it makes sense, but how like I'm sure there are tons. Like it's interesting how that one, how the that one specific band of all the ones that probably exist, kind of slipped through. And... I know. I that's what I keep thinking about because the songs are great, but like the praise. Yeah, there's been for a... them are is like it seems. Almost too much. Yeah, it's it's like a lot kill. of yeah. a lot of press calling it like super groundbreaking or whatever. Yeah. And it's like groundbreaking I, like is not a word that comes to mind. Yeah, this it's music. Like, <laughs> it's a it's like a tried and true kind of thing. Like it's done well, it, but yeah. it's not particularly new. I, I think it's really good, and like I, I've been enjoying it and playing it a lot. But like, I was just really surprised to find out that it. I know what you mean, but I think I think that part that's partly d- because it's not reinventing the wheel, so it's exce- like it normies so like kind of like get it. Yeah, they, they make it makes sense to them. That's Whereas true. if it was really far out, they wouldn't. Do y'all ever feel weird when like the age of the artist is such a major component of the like the press narrative? Yeah, we talked about this with Frankie Cosmos a little bit, and with her, it's like to me, it's like what's the big deal she's 24 you know like yeah but i guess the idea of being in high school by day and then like playing a rock show at night is like sort of fun to hook onto i guess yeah. as, as 
media. So I get that. Feels like a lazy angle sometimes. Yeah, sometimes it does. I think with Frankie Cosmos, it's lazy. Yeah. Because it's like, yeah, she's not really that She's an adult. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of mid-20s people in bands. Uh, I read that since this is her first full length and it is on a major label, Matador, um, it's been planned to be on Matador even before some of them existed. So a lot of the songs are, or I won't say a lot, but at least some of the songs are about trying to find her way in the music industry oh, so, so like, quickly. and Oh, so it's almost songs about the record that she's making. Yeah, and I guess just self-discovery within like everything that just kind of happened to her suddenly. It's a rough biz out there. Whoa. Well, it is, you know, and like that must that must be really weird. <laughs> Jumping in with the big dogs that fast. Yeah, yeah that is like I, I didn't know a ton about. I mean, I remember the name from us getting the Sister Polygon stuff. I didn't know much about it. And when we got the record, there was a couple people that showed up on release day, and one person even called like, "Oh, do you have the new snail mail?" Like, so it was a an anticipated the she draws is kind of really big deal. Interesting. It's everybody. And it was. Um, I remember her hopscotch set. And usually, there's what's that the old thing of like. You get 24 years to write your first record, and then you got six months to write your second record. But it sounds like she was writing her first record, like during her first. You know what I mean? Like if this, like this record is referencing the actual experience of, holy shit, I'm on like a label now. I'm 18. Like this is crazy. And then the rest of the album is about your sort of stereotypical melodramatic teen stuff, but it's not stereotypical. Yeah, let's let's check one out maybe. Um, do you have one specific? Heatwave is one of the singles, and it's particularly catchy. It's about this friggin' room right now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For listeners, it's hotter than hell in here. I'm just kidding. It's fine. <laughs> um, so we're gonna listen to Heatwave by Snail Mail, um, and then we'll be back to discuss some other things. <laughs> 